Gidavach, everybody. So no, for Achenu B'nei Svar, the Svardim have been saying Slichas the whole month. But for, uh, you know, for us slackers, Ashkenazim, so uh, we start Slichas tonight. So I'll tell you, Maisa, it's a, it's a well-known story. It's a famous Maisa. It's a Slichas Diga Maisa. It's a Maisa about Ramesh Leif Sasever. Ramesh Leif Sasever was known from all the tzaddikim. He was, uh, he, was, uh, he was called like the fisherman of the students of the Baal Shem Tov. He would go out to Mekarv Neshamas to bring them back to Avinash Shabbat So the Maisa goes like this, that in the town of Sasev, it was a well-known thing that Slichas, the Slichas night, and all the more early mornings of Slichas, Rabbi Shaleb, you know, never showed up to Shul. Never showed up to Shul. He was never there for Slichas. He always came later by davening. And so this created a, a big commotion amongst the town. The Chassidim, they would say, why is Rabbi Shaleb not by Slichas? Because he's in Shemai. He goes to Shemai. That's what the Chassidim would say. And the Misnagdim would say, you know, he's not by Slichas. Because he's oversleeping. He's sleeping. He's not. That's why. He, so there were two Misnagdim that took it upon themselves to talk and find out what's going on with Ramesh Shav before Slichas. Is he, is he just in bed? Is he going somewhere else? What, what's the deal? When I get to the bottom of it, he's certainly not going to Shemayim. It's like, what's going on? So this, this is the mice that happens. They, they get up extremely early, earlier than anyone would possibly wake up earlier, even to go to Slichas early. And they, they, uh, they, uh, they hide in the bushes, you know, behind Ramesh Shav's house to see what's going on, to uh, stake out the situation. And they, they see what happens is that very, very early, again, before anyone else is waking up for Slichas, Ramesh Shalev, some, some, you know, there's, there's movement in the house. They notice that. The lights go on and so on. And they, they see this, Ramesh Shalev, and he opens the door, and he's leaving. He looks around, makes sure no one's watching, and he, leaves, and he leaves the house. But what's interesting is that he's leaving the house not with his regular, you know, Bekusha uh, Kapat or whatever it is. He's wearing a peasant jacket with a peasant cap. And he's carrying with him an, an axe, and a sack. As he's going, it's a strange sight. So they're following this, and you know, with a distance, making sure that he doesn't see them. And they notice that he's going all the way out to the forest, and he goes to a place of Rishusarab in public domain. It's not owned by anyone in particular. And he begins ch- chopping down trees, chopping down little branches. And he gathers together this firewood, and he gathers it in his sack, and he continues on. It's strange. And they continue on watching him and following him until eventually he gets all the way to the edge of town and he sees this little shack, this little hub of a place. And he goes and he knocks on the door and they're noticing this, that opens the door, lo and behold, is this old almana, this old widow. And she opens the door and he says, hi, he do- she doesn't recognize who he is. And he says, hi, I'm here, I'm, I'm selling firewood. Do you need any firewood? And so she says, you know, the truth is I, I do need some firewood, but I, I don't have the money to pay. So he's like, okay, don't worry, you owe me the money. It's no big deal. I'll, I'll be back. Uh, you'll, you'll pay me back when you can. It's no big deal. And she says, thank you so much. But the truth is, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to, it's, it's heavy for me. I'm a little bit of an old, older woman. I, I, don't know, I don't know how to start a fire. I don't know what to do. So she says, don't worry, I'll, I'll take care of it for you. It's no problem. She says, really, it's, you know, I should pay you for your time. She says, don't worry. So, so uh, when you pay me for the wood, you throw in an extra copic and don't worry about it. So emotionally, it was going. And the woman goes to wherever she goes, and he goes to the fireplace outside a little bit, and you know, to, to the stove, and he begins to cut the wood into smaller pieces and to stoke a fire. And the two Masnagdim over here, 
that while he's putting the wood in the fire and getting the fire ready, he's saying, He's saying, Slichas by heart. So that's the Misa. So the two Misnagdim go back to town. And obviously, everyone here, everyone, you know, slowly but surely, they heard, oh, that these two guys, they followed him, they found out where he goes. So the Chassidim go to them, go to them, and they say, no, is it Takachu that the Rebbe goes to Shemaim, Slichas night? So he said, the response is, Shemaim, probably higher. He goes even higher than Shemaim. That's where he goes. That's how a person comes into Yom Naraim, you know? Uh, you know, it's not possible for a Jew to go into Yom Naraim by himself. With all the schusen that a person can possibly have, it's impossible. The only way to go in is with other Yidin. That's the only way to go into to Yom Naraim like that. And so, that, 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 and then when a person has chsadim and Messir's nefesh, bagashmim for other Yidin, like Ramesh Leib did, to give up his slichas, to help out an almana that he knew he was going to be cold and alone, that's the biggest chos. That's, that's higher than Shemaim itself. Hashem should help us. We should be zachet to connect to that place that's higher than Shemaim. And with that, to come into slichas and to come into the Yom Hadin with confidence and security and knowing that the Rabban, like the Torah says, the Rabban will do nisim and iflois for us and will give us a, a good year, a shanatayv and on all levels, the year of Gulas and Yeshuas. The Vyas called Tzadik Meher Amen.